I'm always confused when my friends complain about their jobs. Not because I disagree with their assessment that work sucks, but because it's something that we already all know. Sure, there are the lucky few that have followed their dreams as a painter or writer or artist and somehow, in the face of all logical probability, carved a living out of it. For the rest of us, however, work is work. When someone tells me that they want to find a job that's more fulfilling, that they want to do something meaningful with their life, all I can wonder to myself is, what? What exactly is this magical position that keeps them happy, healthy, and, oh yeah, off the street? With the economy in shambles and massive hordes of Americans sinking below the poverty line every day, I'll take what I can get. Not only take it, I'm going to hold on to it tight. It's this mentality that has kept me both employed and, admittedly, miserable. Working my way up through the chain of command at my office by keeping my head down and saying yes sir to nearly every question that comes my way. Can you stay late tonight and work on the presentation? Yes sir. How about reworking the sales report to include this new data? Yes sir. By now, I'm truly exhausted, but there is a roof over my head and food in my fridge. I've even got enough saved up to send both of my kids to college. This should shed a little light on why exactly I decided to tell my boss that I was more than willing to take over for bourbons on his quarterly investor's report since the man is gravely ill and can't make it to work. With only one day to prepare, the idea of me carrying this important meeting entirely on my shoulders is both terrifying and a little preposterous, but at the end of the day, somebody's got to do it. I find out in the afternoon and begin my preparations immediately, heading off to an unused corner office with a massive stack of papers in order to familiarize myself with Bourbon's work. His research is a little cerebral for me, but I can fake this kind of science talk if I truly need to. Alrighty, I sighed to myself, dropping the stack of papers onto the desk with a loud thud and then collapsing into my chair. I take a long sip from my coffee and then read aloud from the first page. Systematic Operations Report of Kronos Project in Linear Field Testing. I open the first page and start to read, holding my forehead as the headache immediately begins to form. I can already tell that I'm in way over my head with this. Half of the words completely unpronounceable, while the rest are describing concepts that I can't even begin to understand. Suddenly, there's a knock at the office door behind me. I turn in my seat as my boss, Mr. Whippo, enters. How's it coming along in here? The large, imposing man asks. He is tall with dark features and a tightly cropped beard. Just started to crack it open, I inform him. But so far, so good. You understand everything okay? I know it's a little dense, my boss questions. Oh yeah, of course, I confirm, lying through my teeth. I glance down at the page before me, randomly grabbing onto the first phrases that I see. Temporal phase shifts, that's my bread and butter. Mr. Whippo lets out a long sigh of relief. Oh, thank God, the man says. I was worried for a minute. I guess it's okay to tell you that they've moved up the meeting then. You've got another hour before we'll see you in conference room A. Oh, sure, I stammer, trying my best to be the dutiful yes man that I've worked so hard to become. Great, exclaims Mr. Whippo, giving me a confident wink. He knocks once on the doorframe with his knuckles and then exits quickly, leaving me to wallow in my own fear of what's about to happen at this high-profile meeting. Immediately, I begin to tear through the pages, flipping faster and faster as I scan the material for the most important parts. Unfortunately, the language is so dense that I can't even pick out what the most important parts are, simply searching for buzzwords that I think will impress the investors.